Shady Bunch. It is your girl, LC. And it's Kells. And welcome to... The Shade in Full. Once again, another week, another episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. First things first, make sure you hit us up on our website, www.theshadeinfull.com. Amen. Check us out. You know, you can email us. we always looking for emails for our discussion table. You can drag us. We welcome it. Because we'll add ourselves to the drag session if necessary. Right. If necessary. And we'll drag you back. Just know it. Just know. We'll click on we'll click on that thumbnail picture, bitch, and drag what we can. Okay? And I will zoom. Um, so you know, drag us at your at your own uh what word am I looking for? Risk. Yeah, at your own risk. Um, anyway, moving right along. First things first for me. Last week we rushed the show to let you guys know that we were gonna go see Jigsaw after the show. We had a 745 showing. We missed it because we always late. So we went to the 831. <laughs> and I am just here to tell y'all, save your money. LC and Kells, we went for you. Okay? And trust me, if you were a Saw fan like me, you could definitely wait for this movie to come on fucking Blu-ray, Netflix, or on right. demand. Okay? I wasn't expecting much from it. But, you know, I wanted to go because LC wanted to go see it. So I'm like, I'll give it a chance. And I had a friend who told me it was good. But... I mean, when I saw Where? when I saw the show when I saw the movie was called Jigsaw, I'm like, it's not going to be good. First of all, it's Saw. So if it's not Saw, it's not right. <laughs> it's not right. That shit was so corny. Like, I mean, the traps and everything were still like, oh, the traps shit. were kind of dope. Like, oh, but the overall story, I was like, huh? When you lost ended? me. You lost me. And we definitely, um, we're gonna contact the brothers who directed the movie uh, for a refund. Um, moving right along. Back to, actually, let's talk about some good TV before we get into the rundown. Get into the, give, give me some good TV because I, listen, your girl been busy. I haven't okay. been on my TV, so let let me know what's okay, up. Okay, so I'm going to take Elsie's black card because she missed the premiere of <laughs> Real Housewives of Atlanta and just kicking it, but let me just fill you in real quick. It's so, on demand. True, so make sure you go home and watch it, mm-hmm. but Housewives of Atlanta. Okay. Um, the mega trailer just seems like it's gonna be like an okay season. I'm glad that Nene's back. Um, but I just I want her to bring it. Like she was on right. the after show with Andy, and she brought the shade. Brought like it, it was funny. Mm-hmm. But I hope I get that in the show. Like she gave she gives her shade in confessional, mm-hmm. and that's always funny. But I need you to give it to the person in that you're talking time. about in real time, right? And just get it popping. Right. So I think that I mean. She's. De- I'm glad to see her back on the show. So we'll see where that goes. And as far as just kicking it, um, I think I'm interested in it because I yeah. don't know much about Escape. So I'm like learning a lot about. What is this about though? Like, is this them on tour and we're following them on tour, or is it kind of sort of like it? It showed kind of like how they kind of got back together and they talk about the different issues that they dealt with and stuff that happened prior to them getting back together. Now, like oh. how the two sisters and Tiny tried to. 
start the group back up like a few years ago without Candy. And so a lot of the show is gonna I can see is gonna be about Candy and her issues that she have with like the two sisters. Right. She got issues with both of them. Oh. So like a lot of the show, like this first episode was Candy being I seen her in a different light because I look at her as like a boss, a team player, and all this. Right. She was so the opposite when it comes to this group of females. Like she was standing off to the side, like from the rest of the group during rehearsals. She was complaining. What? She was like, I don't want to do these dance moves. I don't want to do the track listing this way. Like it was very weird to see her like that. Like she was just being bitchy about everything. What? And yeah. the one with the least voice. Right. <clears throat> <laughs> like, girl, you got too many demands to only have, like, a bridge. Like, calm yourself. Like, we turn the volume down when you come on, sis. So, right. Um, you, whatever. Um, I'll tune in. I like Escape. I mean, I can't say that I was obsessed with Escape, but I was ex- obsessed with their CD, Traces of My Lipstick. And that's the CD that my mom used to play when she was cleaning up at, like, 8 o'clock at night. So, like, I know all those songs, and that is the escape that I know. Because, you know, when they was kicking off their shoes and relaxing their feet, I was kind of young and wasn't paying their ass no mind. So, I'm excited to see, too, because, you know, I like Candy on Real Housewives of Atlanta. So, I'm mm-hmm. interested to see what happens when I tune in to just kicking it to see if that will alter my opinion I think it's going to be good. I, I do now see why... A lot of their performances are garbage because mm-hmm. they spend most of their time like beefing when they're supposed to be uh, practicing. Mm-hmm. So that explains that makes sense a lot because I think that's why they broke up because they just couldn't stop beefing and be right. on the same page. So they're still beefing. We'll keep y'all posted on that because it drops what every Monday at nine, every, every Sunday, or every Sunday yeah. at nine. So. After the Housewives. Oh yeah, so we'll keep y'all posted on that. I'm sure this is still a developing TV show. Um. All right, let's just go ahead and get into the rundown. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and start off with um Ramik, uh, better known as Meek Mill. He has just been sentenced to jail time for violating his probation. Um, Meek Mill appeared in court on Monday due to a pair of arrests from earlier this year, where he was sentenced to two to four years in prison for violating his probation. Um, He told his judge, I'm human, I'm not perfect, Um, I'm asking for mercy, you gave me the ladder to do what I have to do to prevail in my struggle, I made it this far, I can't really go back and start over. Meek's two charges uh, were for 2017 violation of his probation. The judge pretty much made it clear that she's done, like, she's done, she said, I gave you a, I gave you break after break, and you basically just thumb your nose at this court. Meek was taken into custody, and, you know, his rap peers definitely offered some encouraging words to him, but nonetheless, his ass is still getting locked up. So, um, do you feel like this sentencing is unjust for Meek Mill? Nope. Ah. Uh, I think it is. I, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Two, two to four years for reckless driving on a, on a, on a dirt bike? But what about, like, all the other charges and the fact that you're on probation? But the fact that the district attorney dropped those charges. Like, the the district attorney dropped those and said, okay, he was arrested on that, but we don't find, we don't find that true. So let's go ahead and drop those charges. That's basically what happened. So even though they dropped the charges, yeah, he was arrested, but they dropped it because I guess, you know, mm-hmm. 
it was no reason to keep the uphold those charges. So for the DA to dismiss those charges and say, you know what, you good, bro. Like we found enough evidence that you're innocent. And for the judge to turn around and say, no, actually, four years. Was the judge a black person? I'm not sure. Uh, let me. The name is Judge Brinkley. So, uh, yes, I just got word from Wu, our engineer. Yes. She was. She's black. Okay. So and, uh, the only my only concern was that this was like a racial thing. Yeah. So this is a black lady. Then it is what it is, bitch. Your mama sunned you. Okay. <laughs> Do your two to four years and stop being a menace to society. Yeah. I mean, she's he's gonna have to definitely do those two to four years. I mean, I have read um a couple hours ago about something about the governor of Pennsylvania put in like a petition for the judge to reevaluate his sentence because mm-hmm. he felt like it was unwarranted. And, you know, I could see if he violated probation for, well, he did violate probation one time for smoking still. Yeah, he did. But, um. He just goes wherever he wants to go. Like, you're on probation. Like, he, I've read where he will say he's going to this state and then he'll end up going somewhere else or not going. Like, mm-hmm. you can't just do what you want to do. And I just feel like a lot of rappers just feel like they're invincible because right. they're a rapper and because they have money and they can just do whatever they want to do. But that shit going to catch up with you eventually and it caught up with them. I and don't know why they feel like they can do whatever they want to do as rappers. Like the hip hop police ain't real. Right. They're they the main are, ones under a microscope. They're waiting for some shit to happen to be like, oh, you're a rapper. You did this. Okay, it's time. Right. And you know what's funny, though? When he uh, did the reckless driving, like he didn't even get locked up or the... Police didn't give him a citation or anything. Mm-hmm. How they found out was that the video made it to social media. Social media will fuck you up. Be careful. So be careful, y'all, because you thought you might, you think you're doing something on the low <laughs> until somebody fucking posted. Right. Um. Anyway, moving right along, who we got next? Chris Rock is under fire for making rape comments. So he basically made a joke about sexual harassment at a comedy cellar on Thursday which ended his set with silence from the crowd. Uh, Rock said he won't hire women anymore because he would need a crew of witnesses around him at all times so he wouldn't get accused of rape. So the crowd was silent. They wasn't feeling the joke. And this kind of takes me back to the Nene rape joke thing. So was Chris Rock wrong for his comment? Or once again, is this a comedy thing? Um, You know... Okay, so this is how I feel about it. Okay, it's a joke. At the same time, it's serious and it could happen. That's what comedians do. They make fun of serious situations. Now, rape, however, is not a joke. But if you listen to his joke, he wasn't joking about rape. Right. He said that he doesn't want to hire women or whatever the case may be to... So he won't have to worry about getting accused later for it. And granted, some cases are real where women say he did this to me and this is what happened. And that is true. However, there are cases where women say this is what happened to me and it's not true. And it's all because they want money. Right. So it can work either way. And I think that, you know, everybody's everybody want to be so woke that they sleep like. Mm-hmm. This man never made a joke about anybody getting raped. He never made a joke about rape. He just pretty much said, listen, I'm not hiring all these females around me so I can just 
cut down on the accusations of me doing anything to them. And, I mean, I could understand his joke. I could understand, like, where he was coming from, especially with all these things coming out with about different people. And, I mean, it was a joke. People are too sensitive. I think they're trying to read into it so much and find something. Right. Right. And most likely it's people that are just trying to tear him down as a black man, as a comedian that's successful. You know what? Not for nothing, I had seen this uh, video of, it's not Chris Rock. It's not Eddie Murphy. Oh, Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin is the one that laughs and he like blinks while he laughs. I want to say his name is Eddie Griffin. He did the Eddie and Eddie show. Mm -hmm. Um, He said no black man leaves the business clean. Right. And they said, what you mean? They start naming people, and it's like, he was right. Michael Jordan, he didn't leave clean. They said he was a gambler. Um, Bill Cosby, he didn't leave clean. They said it was Quaaludes. Or Qu- That's right, Quaaludes, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, He just started naming all these black comedians and stars that have not left the business clean because of accusations. And... Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. Like, nobody is leaving the business clean as a black man. Look at Charlie Sheen. We don't even talk about Charlie Sheen no more. He around here, he done raped the 13-year-old. He been sexually harassing bitches for years. This nigga still got a show. This nigga show still Aaron. This is white privilege before your eyes. These white men can do whatever they want to do. It's so much shady shit that goes on in Hollywood. Yes. And it... I feel sorry for these child stars that get fucked caught up in Hollywood. That, and they get caught up in it. And right. they, if you don't have the right people around you, you're going to think that you need to... You think you're going to need to have sex to get this part. Right. Or you're going to think you need to do this in order to keep your name on the roster so this director could... You can work with this director. Or you're going to think you need to just keep quiet about it so that you can... Get another job. Exactly. And then they finally say something like when they're an adult, like what's going on right now. Exactly. And that's what's going on right now. It's like an epidemic right now where people are pretty much coming out. And, you know, I can't really sit here and say you should have came out on this day or this time. That's up to you. That's your life. But I know me, bitch. If something happened to me, real time, I'm snitching. I'm telling. I'm telling, bitch. <laughs> fuck a job. If anything, I'm going to fuck up your job because right. you, what you did to me. You going down, you're going down. Exactly. So, I mean, black men never leave clean. They always going to try to hold some type. I'm pretty sure. You know how many jokes white people probably said that were inappropriate that we don't hear about because they have correct white privilege? Correct. But, you know, let me hush before people think... I'm racist out here. Speaking of black man, what we got next? Oh, (laughs) he's so shady, y'all. We need to cover Wendy Williams real quick because Auntie Auntie Wendy, her husband was reportedly spotted out with the mistress again, okay? Wendy Williams' husband is still seeing his younger mistress, and I'm not here for it. Pretty much, the TV host defended her husband, and said she was standing with her guy. Well, you're still standing with your guy who's still standing with another bitch. Anyway, moving right along. Kevin Hunter was seen picking up 
Sharina Hudson, 32, from an office building in Manhattan after a workout in the city before driving back to New Jersey together on Monday afternoon. On Tuesday, Williams was seen being dropped off by Hunter at her TV studio in the same red Bentley that Hudson was seen climbing into the day before. Bitch, tell me that's not tea. <laughs> I seen the pictures too. <laughs> I seen the you pictures. You seen the pictures? I seen the of pictures. Of her getting in and out the car? It was a picture of the mistress. She was like next to the car, like she was going, like walking next to the car. Mm-hmm. And then it was a picture of Kevin, like kind of further away. Right. And then whoever put the pictures together put a picture of a different day of Wendy getting, just to show the same car. Right. To show Wendy getting in that same car. Oh. So the shit is real. Wendy know about this Wendy shit. Wendy know about this she shit, She know dog. about this shit. He's her manager. They getting this, they getting this money together. They getting this money. And she just like, whatever. Like, and she's, she's like, you know my line of work, it. and they're going to drag me because I drag everybody right. else. So keep this shit on the keep low. Keep it on the low, but the shit got out. And he's living recklessly. out here. He's living fucking recklessly out here. And the picture that I saw of Wendy Williams that surfaced where she looked like she was one line away from knocking on heaven's door. <laughs> okay? I was sitting here like, bitch, like, you look bad. And I remember you coming for Chris Brown about drug use a whole bunch of times. And now look at you. You around here looking like the drug that Chris Brown's on. She does look bad. I saw that picture. You saw that picture? She looked like she's going through it. Through it. Like, you didn't faint on your show from dehydration. Like, it's something going on. Nah. Like, auntie not looking good. That dehydration, bitch. Nah, that dehydration coming from them lines, okay? Stay hydrated when you're taking them lines, okay? (laughs) She's looking real crackish. She's, and it's crazy because the tongue is a powerful thing. You sit here, you fucking sell out all these people. You sit here, you say what you're going to say. And then look, five years later, you looking like the people that you was dragging. But you know, she got a history of drug use. So no, Yes, she talks about it on her show like ever so often. Like if she talks about a celebrity who has a drug problem, mm-hmm. she'll bring up the fact that she'll straight up tell you on her show, like on air that, yes, I used to do coke. I used to do crack. And I was an addict. And she'll start crying and she'll give you a little insight and then she'll move on. So, like, when people say that about her, it's, like, it's not far off because that was her thing back in the day. So, it's, like, it's very possible that she could be back on it. Listen. she's She was very much heavy in, into coke. I never knew that she was heavy into coke, although yeah. she looked like a cokehead. But I don't want to judge a book by its cover, so I just mind my business. And I never really followed Wendy like that to even know her story. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I just knew bits and pieces about Wendy. I barely even watch her show because I just feel like, what the fuck is this? Not to mention, the mistress is rocking a ring. Like a big ring. Nuh-uh. She is. She's rocking a big ring. I saw it in the pictures, and our engineer got that shit pulled up right now. What? She's rocking oh, a yeah. ring. Oh, yeah, and it's on the ring finger. Right. The one it's supposed I mean, to be on. He's married to Wendy, so he can't be married to her, but... Apparently she got a promise ring. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know we're still doing that, but she got a ring. We're still doing Tiffany Evans promise rings out here, y'all. Like the ring is fat as fuck though. It and is. he got money. And so. Wendy's ring is fat as fuck too. It is. Wendy might have paid for her ring. Okay, for all we know. They was like, What you need? A ring? Like right. keep this shit on the hus? How many carrots? 
Cause bitch, I do not. I cannot afford to be dragged on my right. show. Like, but I am looking forward to the day where this shit really comes out it's and Wendy really, really opens up and say, you know what, y'all? He was having an affair. Like, I'm hurt by it. You know, she's like, gonna be crushed when that day comes. And it's sad because a lot of people aren't gonna even feel sympathy for her because of the type of work she does. I feel like one more thing. I feel like what Tamar had put up today applies to Wendy, where they say. You know, sometimes you stay in a marriage for face value and to say that we did it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what's going on with Wendy. Like, it's been 14 Correct. years. Uh, obviously, he is out here in these streets. Like, clearly. Like, right. y'all are public. Or you're a public figure. Like, and he's out here in, in the red Bentley picking up another bitch. And it's a business thing. It's a business. They probably thing. don't want a divorce. It'll be a lot because they came up together. It'll be a right. lot. You know what I mean? Like so, they divorce pro- can get ugly and expensive. Exactly. So Wendy's probably just like, okay, you got this one, bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she better go get her one. Exactly. Um. But anyways, let's move right along right to along the prayer line to crying Jody. Let's <laughs> cry Reese. Let's <laughs> <Right>. uh. <laughs> so it looks like everything may be on the up and up for Tyrese. Um, the reps confirmed to the Times on Friday that the investigation by child services into his alleged physical abuse of his 10-year-old daughter um, has been closed. Gibson, who appeared in Los Angeles Superior Court on Thursday, will not be subjected to criminal charges. So that was him in the opening of our show, crying. <laughs> on um, beat. If you, if you haven't seen the video by now. I was about you know, to he had, his, he had his meltdown about wanting his daughter back and being broke. Um. So, are we going to expect more meltdowns from Tyrese? Yes. I say yes. We are going to expect more meltdowns from Tyrese because he was melting down before his daughter. And the meltdown was coming from them checks being stopped because The Rock has another movie that's coming out before The Fast and the Furious. And as long as he ain't on the set of Fast and Furious, he's going to be melting. Exactly. Because he need that check. He is going through it. Like, the fact that he came out and wrote that the uh, Will Smith and Jada Pickett Smith... Gave him $5 million and they had to come out and say, bitch, where and when? Because we never that? gave you. Yes, he wrote. He was like, you know, real friends show up. You know what I mean? Like when you going through it, shout out to Will Smith for writing me a $5 million check, you know, what? to help me and my family stay afloat. Like wow. what, this man is crazy. Like somebody need to evaluate him. 5150 his ass because he is going through it. And it might be funny right now. And so some shit really pop off from right. this melt breakdown. Somebody get a baby boy two started or something so this man can get a check because <laughs> where the he fuck? Needs help. Where's the movie with fucking Megan Good? Give us a two. Right. Give us a two of that movie. Like you know, keep your album. We don't want. We it. don't want it. Um, maybe do some house and house of blues uh shows, shows. and gigs. Um, uh. I, I don't I really don't know. know. Maybe join a reality show. Dro- maybe join a reality show. Right. You know, um, something that's going to get you go, some residual income. Right. Go marry a housewife. Oh. You can marry Cynthia. She like to give money away. That's true, too. That's true, too. Or he, Kenya. She's always looking. Because his wife is being broke down by this shit. Like, if you look at her little tweets and her little Instagram posts, like, she is just, like, fed up. Like, how are you fighting the demon that you're playing with? Right. I'm sitting here like, and I'm looking at her like, bitch, are you crazy? 
Because this thing is crazy. Like, how you dealing with this? This nigga getting on Instagram talking about something. This is my last post about Dwayne. I repeat, my last <laughs> post. Like, nigga, the last one should have been your last one right. about a grown-ass man. Like, what are you even talking about? Like, y'all, keep Tyrese on your prayer line. Right. Please. Because he's going through it. And mental illness is real, y'all. So, who we got next? Um... Let's go ahead and get into Auntie Mariah. Okay. Uh, Auntie Mariah is parting ways with her manager. They have split. The singer, actress, and former TV producer has been a client and manager for three years, during which Mariah Carey, I'm sorry, Mariah Carey starred in Ease Mariah's World, which sucked. Dry. Just. Tacky. We're not here for it. Boring. We, We were not here for it. Like, what is this? What is this shit? I can't get you with this shit. <laughs> um, anyway, in a statement to the press, Stella, who was her uh, manager, said, after working together for almost three years, Mariah Carey and Stella have determined that it is in their mutual best interest to part ways on a day-to-day management. During their time working together, they have accomplished great things, including most recently, Mariah Carey's new music, which sucked, and uh, <laughs> motion picture projects uh, for this upcoming holiday season. Child. Right. Like, like we want another all cartoon I want for Christmas of All is I Want you, for Christmas. Bitch, we already know what it is. We already know the soundtrack. It comes out every year. Mariah Carey and Stella remain partners in a number of business ventures and will continue to support each other in those endeavors. So, will this make or break Mariah Carey's career? This shit is already broke. You can't fucking bring it back. It's dead. Like, let's just There's go no, off the classics. Yeah, let's just just keep your name where it is. Like, no stop more trying albums. to come back. Stop trying to like release new music. It's not hot. It's, it's not. not working. You're trying to sample old shit. It's not working. You're trying to put on leotards and get on stage and do a two-step. And you can't even do that. You can't. We're good. Like, Mariah, this is what I need you to understand. We like when legends just stay a legend. Bow out gracefully. Why are you still putting out music? Who the hell? With fucking YG? You have a cartoon coming out? You're fucking 45 years old. You have a Christmas cartoon coming out. You want to know why you have a Christmas cartoon coming out? Because Christmas is your only saving grace, sis. That is when we pay the most attention to you. Because you have that. This is her season. What? And Christmas? after it, I don't want to see her anymore. Mariah, is, that Christmas album going to shoot the number one on iTunes until Christmas is done. And then she's going back down to wherever, wherever dungeon the album came from. <laughs> and we're moving right along. Like, we're not worried about Mariah. We paid her single dust. We're going to pay her cartoon dust. And that's that. She should have stopped that. at the, the Emancipation of Mimi. Right. Is where she should have stopped and said, you know what, girls? I know I had a breakdown. I came back. I slayed, and I'm bowing. I'm bowing out gracefully. No, bitch, you come back with a whack ass reality show, a whack ass single, and a future whack ass cartoon that we not gonna Got tune into. Manager out here making you look crazy, doing this, that, and the third. That just isn't even who you are. Exactly. So good thing you got rid of her, but I just don't see it for you, sis. I just think that you should, you know, go back to your mansion. <laughs> take care of the twins, count your millions, and take your bubble baths and drink your champagne. Exactly. That's it. And then maybe once every couple of years, come hit us with a number one tour with all your number ones, because you got like 18 of them. 
so we could sing along to the songs that we like, and that could be your check every couple years. All this other shit, I'm not here for. So, is is this move going to break or make Mariah's career? The shit, again, is already broken, <laughs> and you can't bring it back, so that's not even a question. Moving right along. Yes. So, we're going to keep you all informed on what's going on in the world with Stay Woke. No, stay woke. So, if you haven't heard by now, there has been a shooting in Texas. 26 people were killed in a shooting attack on a royal church in Sutherland Springs, Texas. Um, and the Texas governor called it the largest mass shooting in the state's history. Details of the Texas shooting are still emerging, but initial reports suggest the attack resulted in a large number of deaths. The gunman is dead, but the number of red flags found in his past keeps growing. We now know Devin Patrick Kelly escaped from a mental health facility after sneaking guns onto an Air Force base and was threatening commanders. But it wasn't enough to prevent him from buying four guns afterwards. Hmm. We also know he beat his former wife, abused his former stepson, posted about his rifle and his affinity for mass shootings, and recently disturbed his neighbors for several mornings in a row with rapid-fire gunshots from his property. So... My question is, when is America going to accept white terrorism for what it is? Never, because it's white privilege, and they always shut a fucking blind eye to what the white man is doing in America. Right. Perfect example. Your neighbor's hearing you fucking shooting off every morning and not saying shit about it. Exactly. Turn the blind eye. The fact that you fucking stole guns, escaped from a mental institution, had guns, and ran up on the commanders in the Air Force... And still, that shit still didn't get reported the so that, that you you're couldn't not buy locked, guns. You should, be, you should have been locked up for some shit like that. Running up on Air Force officials like, what? Listen, listen. This is white privilege to the T. Let a black man... A black man can't even fucking pay child support without... Not pay child support without that shit being reported to... You know, or... You know, not necessarily... Sorry, black man. I know you. some of y'all play y'all child support. But I'm saying, if you miss one payment, uh-huh. they reporting your ass. Like, you don't get no leeway. Like, as as black people, we don't get leeway. Any little thing is going to be no. reported. If that was a black man that did that, first of all, his ass would have been locked up. One. Two. <sighs> America, I need you guys to become one with the fact that white terrorism is a thing. All of the mass shootings that happen in America, guess what? It's by a fucking white man. This Texas shooting was a white man. Dylan Roof was a white man. Sandy Hook was a white man. Columbine were white children. Like, the only fucking uh, black man that I know that was did like a mass shooting was the fucking Washington or the D.C. sniper. Yeah. Like, that was the only fucking person. And it's probably a few more, but I'm pretty sure that white males... Um, white male terrorism trumps black right. terrorism. And, and black terrorism, not even a thing, because we don't even fucking do that. And the Vegas shooting. And that the Vegas shooting white men. Yeah. Like, but they don't want to call them, they never call them terrorists. They always blame it on like... Mental, mental illness. illness. Like, fuck out of here. Like, at the end of the day, this man ain't mentally ill, because he went in there and shot fucking 26 people, but didn't shoot himself, though. So how fucking mentally ill is he really? I'm I'm about done with a fucking America. Okay? Like, 
this is the most trying time that I've ever witnessed in my it life. It really is. This shit is crazy. Like, I never thought I would see this day. It, and it doesn't stop. That's the thing. Like, it does not stop. Absolutely not. It's going to keep going. And guess what? They're going to keep running by it. Like, hmm. Oh, that was a white man? No, it wasn't. Hmm. Like, fuck out of here. That was a white man that did that. So, you know... Let's just become one, America. White terrorism is a thing. You guys say it with me. White <laughs> terrorism is a thing. It's factual. Oh, I think our listeners know. It happens. Like, period. So, you know, I, you know what? Let me just touch on this real quick. It hurts my heart that I just feel like nowhere is safe no more. No. You can't go to a concert. You can't go to church. Go to church of all places. You can't go to school. Mm-mm. Like, and then when Trump is asked about the gun laws, he's saying that it's not a gun law thing. It's a mental illness thing. No, tighten up on these gun laws. Yeah, I understand we all want our guns. We want to protect ourselves. But there are precautions for that. We need to run a background check. We need... It's certain things in place that need to happen right. to ensure that these crazy motherfuckers ain't out. Do you know the Texas shooter was able to go buy fucking semi-automatic fucking guns? The shit is what, crazy. Why does a regular person need a semi-automatic gun? Exactly. They need to tighten up on these laws. What the like, fuck? And it's, it's so easy for these people to get guns. Some of them even have, like, records. Like, are you serious? Like, what is the criteria to getting a gun? Because it just seems like it's just too simple. Right. For anybody to get a gun. Like, bitch, I go through more shit or background check for a job. <laughs> you ain't lying. <laughs> you ain't lying. You go through more extensive background checks than anything in America than fucking guns. Anybody could get a gun. You get a gun. You get a gun. You get a gun. And then you turn around, you have all these mass shootings. But people are mentally ill, though. Oh. And a continuation of Stay Woke. How about fucking white supremacists have claimed Papa John's as their official piece of chain, bitch? Okay, let me tell you a little bit about it. Yes, please do. The white supremacist website, bitch. First of all, when I found out they had a website that was like publicly open, I was like, oh, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) We all about to die in a couple years, okay? Um, But anyway, in the white supremacist website, the Daily Stormer announced Thursday that Papa John's pizza is the official pie of the alt-right Posting a picture of pizza with the pretty much Nazi uh, symbol and pepperoni slices. The caption reads, Papa John, official pizza of the outright. The brand, however, has quickly disassociated themselves with the white supremacists. In an email to the Huffington Post, Papa John's also said it condemns racism in all forms. We do not want these individuals or groups to buy our pizza, the company said. And I'm going to tell the company, you might want the motherfuckers to buy your pizza because we're done buying we're it. We're not. We're not buying it. So I'm you're going to need somebody to buy it to stay in fucking business. I'm good on it. We're bitch. done. I'd That's rather buy I'm... a $5 hot and ready from Little Seas than take my ass to Papa John's. Hello. Hello. I'm, first of all, Papa John's, I've been fucking done with y'all. I was converted to Papa John's by my freaking boyfriend. Like, mm-hmm. I was a Pizza Hut bitch. <coughs> so, y'all shit is disgusting. Y'all dough is doughy as fuck. Like... The crust tastes like cardboard. Hello, who fucking serves garlic? A fucking whole 4,000 calorie fucking cup of garlic with their fucking pizza. <laughs> like, 
fuck out of here. Like we, I, we can't buy pizza from you no more, sis. No, we not can't even do an it. Option. We can't do it. It's not an option. Y'all fucking blaming yourselves on protesters in the NFL. The black protesters in the NFL saying that y'all sales dropped because of the protests in the NFL. Like you know, you done fucked up, right? Because one thing about it, when black people band together to stop some shit or not do some shit, we, we're going to be hell-bent on it. Right. We're done with Papa John's, sis. We're good on it. We're going New York-style, bitch. I'm going down to Geno's downtown to go get me a New York-style slice. I am done with these fucking people. So, y'all can claim Papa John's as your official pizza chain. And put them out of business. And put their ass the out of business. Exactly. Papa John's going to be looking like dominoes in a fucking second. Anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of stay woke. Let's get into sound off. So, we had to definitely sound off on the fact that Remy Ma, a.k.a. Remy Man, dropped her <laughs> new song with Lil' Kim called Wake Me Up. So, let's check out a bit of that and we'll sound off on it. So Elsie's a huge Remy Ma fan. So what did you think <laughs> Fuck of it? Out of here. <laughs> they can wake me up because I was just sleep. Okay, like right. first of all, Remy Ma, you call a legend to your fucking track, and she only gets a hook. Where was the little Kim verse? Right, I was actually waiting for the little Kim verse because I was more ready to hear her than Remy because I just don't do Remy Ma. First of all, Remy Ma, you. Give it up, delicious. You sound like a man. Two, Remy, your flow is like garbage. It's like, garbage. Oh my god! Like trash. you have, you're not, you have no versatility. Like it just sounded all over the place. It like, does. Her verses sound like she wrote her shit before she heard the beat. <laughs> like she just had some shit in a notepad, <laughs> and then she just tried to make it fit with the beat. That ass, like you get the schmutz. Like she started like. Slowing shit down to like fit it, and I'm just like, okay, all right. So, I think the only good thing about the song is that they sampled Little Kim's old song with Mary J. Blige. Right. I think that was dope. Um, Remy Ma had a couple bars, but mom, for you to drop a single, okay, like your first single for whatever album you plan on dropping, for you to be fucking still worried about Nicki, like I'm tired of you being worried about Nicki. They tried to say it is it, it wasn't nothing like against Nicki. So it's supposed to just be like her just speaking. She had a but whole Nikki that bar. That shit is about Nikki. Yeah, she had a whole Nikki bar. Like if Nick owed the kid or some shit like yeah. that. Like, and I'm like, Remy, like dead ass, you will not. Nobody's gonna pay attention to you unless you're no. talking about Nikki or dissing Nikki. Nobody's gonna click on it. And that sis. shit is only gonna get you so far. Right, because we're gonna be tired. We're gonna be like, okay, so where's your banger? Done. Because like, you already did this shit with your diss tracks. Like, what else you got for us? Exactly. The thing about it is, Remy Ma, no, like, r- really, Remy Ma, um, 
we're not here for it, sis. We're not here for the gutter snipe rap. Like, we're not here for your manly flow. We're not here for your fucking non-boppers. Like, I can see if your song was a bop. Right. I'll give you credit. She thought the fact that she used, like, a little Kim, like, beat, it was right. going to help it. But, like, I would rather listen to the original, like, with Kim and Mary over that shit. Exactly. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And Kim, I can't even believe she even got on the track to do hum in the, Bitch. In the chorus. Like, <laughs> Bitch that is shit chanting. was whack. Bitch and is... all that auto-tune, no. Why are you practicing Buddhism in the in the song, bitch. Why do you sound like Namio Horenge Kyo, Namio Horenge Kyo, Namio Horenge Kyo? This could This is not what love got to do with it. And this could have been her moment to like come out the gate and like do some like hardcore shit. But exactly. Kim ain't gave us a hotline since Biggie died. So Amen. Amen. I guess I better stop waiting for it. When your when your rhymes are lacking, sis. When your rhymes are lacking, we see it. We see it. Because you ain't even got a verse on this shit. Like, you're not even Chris Brown. You're not Ty Dolla Signs, bitch. We don't call you for hooks. Like. Remy literally rhymed money and honey. When I heard that in, like, the first verse, I was like, bitch, I'm done. <laughs> like, already. <laughs> We're done with you, sis. Um, At the end of the day, do better. No, don't do nothing at all, because we don't want to hear it. We don't want it. I don't even want to say do better, because that means that you have to put something else out that we're going to have to critique. We're good. Um, Love and Hip Hop You. Um, You know, maybe you should go on, like, tours where you talk to women about uh, infertility and what they can do about it and what you did and what you went through and, and maybe start collecting checks that way, because, sis... This song is not going to go nowhere on Billboard. We're not going to buy your album. And we don't care about you unless you're talking about Nicki. So. And that's only going to last but for so long. Because people are already tired of that shit. Amen. You, you never win when you play dirty. <laughs> like Nene said. Anyway, that's going to bring us right into the, the drag, drag session. session. Because the internet is always undefeated. Yes. And... What better drag session than to drag wake me up? Because it's just too damn easy. Right. So, let's get into some of these tweets. So, at MJM underscore 242 said, Remy Ma and Lil' Kim song Wake Me Up was pure trash. Oh, my God. Listen to it on Twitter. Don't give... Listen to it on Twitter. Don't give them whack hoes no streams. Kim voice sound like it got stuck in a robot and Remy still trying to come at Nikki. Still can't use the original song with your whack flow. Right. At the Pilo underscore Malope says, Remy Ma has been taking back the crown from Nicki Minaj since 2014. It's 2017. Now she still sucks. Wake me up. Amen. At Nico Love TM says, Child, wake me up sounds like it was produced and written by a SoundCloud artist. <laughs> <laughs> but why does it though? <laughs> Lariz LEJ says, Look, Kim ain't went hard on the song since B.I.G. wrote her verse. Amen. We preach that. Nothing but truth. And at Roy underscore Gradic says, I honestly thought that Lil' Kim, I honestly thought that Wake Me Up by Remy Ma and Lil' Kim was going to be on another level. But what did I just hear? Anyways, back to reality. Nicki Minaj is the highest selling, most successful, richest, most influential, most charted female rapper ever. Amen. Never forget it. And that's that. 
Never forget it. Let's close it out with that one, okay? Right. Never forget who facts are facts. Who the queen of this shit is, okay? Right now, the queen of this shit. And you know what? Real quick, I hate the fact that Little Kim and Remy Ma are running around talking about pay homage and you should pay homage to the people before you. Because in all actuality, I've been a Nicki fan since fucking like, smack DVDs, and she has been paying Little Kim knowledge. I mean homage. Since I can remember, dog, when she did Freaky Girl with Gucci and Little Kim was on that song too and she put her fucking song on it. She did plenty of songs where she mentioned Little Kim. Um it's not coming to my head right now, but hopefully. She even next did the signature open leg pose thing. That exactly. was paying homage to her. Like it's not like she pretended like she made that shit up. Like The problem is Little Kim needs homage now, so people could be worried about her. That's the problem. That is the problem. Little Kim, you want homage when you want homage. You need it right now, so you're trying to ask for it now. No, she gave that shit to you back in 2007, bitch. Go rewind them tracks, go rewind them DVDs, and go look at that picture. She been paying you homage and respect. If she was smart, she would have fucking made up with Nicki and got on a record with her and not Remy. Hello? But you'll continue to waddle with the pigs. Right. <laughs> Any the they, they both jail bait, so they belong together. You're right. You're Nikki's right. above it. You're right. Nikki's above all this shit. She would never fucking go. Nigga, y'all go, y'all go stream and buy motorsport. Alright? Right. Make sure y'all go do that. You know what I mean? Real, real bars, real flow. Switch that up five times. Anyway, what you got going on this weekend? I actually don't have any plans this weekend. What? No. I'm sure something will jump off, but no plans. I don't have any plans this weekend. Um, I am on season five, episode nine of the Game of Thrones. Real quick. Let me tell you what's going on. Okay. I am at the part. Lady Sensa has married the imposter son, Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Uh... Aria is at the no, the no face, the faceless, the faceless man, man uh, yeah. like tower or whatever. Yeah. She's learning, like she already done killed her first person. She's learning how to like become Savage. whoever she needs. Yo, Arya's that bitch. Khaleesi army slaughtered, dead, gone. Like <laughs> she has to start from the beginning. Like, um. The old guy who she sent out of the uh, out of the city has brought Tyrion Lannister back mm-hmm. as a gift, but she said, "I don't give a fuck. You can still go, still sit the nigga out the city." Um, Jon Snow has went on to the uh, war with mm-hmm. King Lannister. Um, bitch, Marjorie fucking. Jeffrey's uh, wife, the right. queen, is locked up now because she lied yes. under oath about her brother being gay. Right. And then fucking Queen Marjorie set that shit up. But then the sparrow was like, oh, you want to fucking judge people? What happens if we stripped you of all what the fuck you got going on? Which she has been fucking her brother and had kids with her brother. Now the sparrow knows. So now the fucking that queen is locked up now. Joffrey's mom is locked up Did now. Did you see the part where they like took her and down the uh, street no they ain't take her down the street yet but i seen the glimpse of that oh, for okay, the next okay. episode so i'm assuming that's... that shit was painful to even watch bruh when i fucking tell you i was looking at that shit like oh my like they got her ass i was it. fuck that i was late going to sleep <laughs> to fucking watch these episodes because listen it's getting fucking real you already know how she is 
after they do that shit, just keep watching. Because you know she don't fuck off. Like, keep watching. I'm a, See, she don't fuck off. And you know who I think is growing into their own lady center. Yeah. Because we're at the part now where she had said, when her family said, if something's wrong, light the candle in the highest tower, we're going to come for you. So she tried to get fucking, uh, what's his name, Reek, to go say, hey, go light this so my family can come save me. This nigga was gonna go snitch to Ramsey, so Ramsey fucking skinned the grandmother alive and fucking pent her ass on the fucking thing and was mm-hmm. like, So where you think you're going? Yeah. I said, Oh my God. So yes, <laughs> it's getting real. I'll let you know when I'm in season six and I'm almost done. I got two more seasons left. So boom, you don't have to drag me. Please text me when you get there because the shit is crazy. Listen, I am willing and ready. Um, other than that, I have nothing going on this weekend, as usual. Um <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know I never do shit. But um, I think I'm going to try to step out and like do something. Do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do something. I, I'm always in the house and I get depressed because I'm just like, where do you go? Like, we're safe now. Like, they're shooting everything up nowadays. But who knows? Maybe I'll hit Kells up for another movie. Drag him to another movie. He's always down. As long as it's a good one this time. Right. As <laughs> long as it's one that we agree on together. Um, other than that, don't forget www.theshadeandfool.com. Check us out on all platforms, iTunes, uh, for Apple Podcasts, YouTube, as well as SoundCloud. Don't forget, guys, we we collaborated with Playlist and Chill on our Beyonce collaboration um, playlist we did with him. It's dope. Make sure y'all check that out. Y'all follow him for dope playlists that are like albums. And do you have anything else for the people? No, that's it. All right, guys. Until next week. Take care. We'll holla. I get, I get, I get, I get paid just for laying in the shade. For laying in the shade. For laying in the shade.